Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. discuss the election election and my show legends and I break down what we think about it. But um first for the those of you who may be new to this show, let me explain to you how it works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, 
then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 647 starts right after a word from a couple of my sponsors. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. There's a storm coming, a firestorm. Get ready to raise your game, because watching sports will never be the same. Introducing FireFan. It's a game changer. Finally, a sports app that puts you in the game. You predict the scores. You call the plays in real time while you watch and compete against sports heroes, celebrities, friends, family, and other diehard fans. The more you call it, the more points you can achieve. Also, be a loyal fan and earn loyalty rewards. Don't miss the hottest app of the year, FireFan. Ignite your passion. Download your FireFan app today. Go to FireFan.com or download from the App Store access code BSports. That's player rewards. BSports. Play the game. Fan the fire. Earn rewards. Thanks to thecrystalshow.com and Firefan for being sponsors of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. Episode number 647. Well, the wait is over. The United States presidential election for president number 45 is finally here, and it's been a long time coming. I mean, you know, just a year ago, we were enjoying the mucky wrench Donald Trump was throwing into the GOP mix. Little did we know that um, not only would he change the landscape of campaigning, but he would also change the landscape of racism in this country. Now, regardless of how Trump feels about minorities, it's very clear how some of his supporters have a very negative opinion of minorities. So what does this mean for racism in the country if he wins? Well, it means riots if he loses. And as for Hillary Clinton, she's been called fake, corrupt, and other things. I mean, what will her presidency look like if she gets elected? Will there be more corruption in politics? And is there a possibility that people vote in a third party simply because they hate the other two? I mean, it's unlikely, but I guess it's possible. These things and more on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. To the phone lines I go. See the doctor. To the 910 area code, Tar Heel State of North Carolina. Welcome on my man, Dr. Willis. He plays the doctor on the radio. What's happening? What's up, Q? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing all right. I can't complain. It's good to be on tonight. All right. Appreciate you dialing in. To the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. Welcome on the man in black making his way to the ring. What's up, Buck? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Good to have everybody on. Dr. Doing Willis well. What's up, man? What's up, man? What's up? For those uh, holding, press 1 when you're ready to join the mix. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. 
to the 517 area code I go outside the motor city 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 I'm sure she'll pop on when she gets the chance. All right. Again, 347-202-0215 is the number. Buck, I'll start with you, man. What do you expect? Okay, from I'm the- here. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey <girl>. sorry. What's <laughs> up? Hey. Uh, nothing much. Just waiting on my girl to win. Chilling, you know. Okay. That's you. <laughs> up, everybody? What? Buck, what what do you expect over the next four years if Donald Trump was to win this election? Like, well, what do you think I mean, anything will change? Do you think anything significant? What do you think will happen over the course of four years? Well, if Trump takes over, there may be some there may be some change, but we all have to realize, regardless of whether it's Trump or or Clinton, it's the House and Senate to make the you know make the world go around, at least the United States anyway. So, really, ultimately. Um, they're going to be, you know, whoever gets in there, and let's just say, you know, since Trump was the one you gave me, um, there's got to be some significant change. Um, um, first, I know he's going to abolish uh, Obamacare, and I think that's something that needs to be abolished simply because it's too expensive. Um, we need to bring our jobs back to the back to the United States because too many of them are What's leaving. What's I have no idea. Um. Right, I know there, there's too many. I think he will do something as far as jobs, but the pre, the next president that comes in here, and we're going to use, you know, since I'm talking about Trump, we got the, the infrastructure jobs. Everybody can't build bridges, okay? Just like everybody can't work at Walmart. We need our middle class jobs back, and that's what we need. We need the job, you know, the middle class is the largest class. So we need our middle jobs back and the you know, middle class jobs back. We get those, then the, the health care will take care of itself. I think insurance needs to be regulated um, simply because it's just too – it's way too expensive. So I think he'll do something about those things possibly. So, I mean, I think he will tackle those issues, and those are the ones that really, you know, the ones that really, you know, need to be tackled. Um, I don't want him – hopefully we won't have any wars or anything like that, but I'm quite sure we probably will at least go to war with somebody. But I think, yeah. you know, I, I do think that he will charge them for it something that we definitely need to do instead of us just going over there bailing everybody out and we don't get paid. So I think th- those are some changes that you will see. Um, they won't they won't pass easily in the House and Senate, but I think that's something that needs to be done. But the one thing that I want to see more than it, it, just as much as the ones that I've already mentioned, term limits on the House and Senate, we got to get some of these bastards out of the office because... Yeah, we know he ain't going to do that. Simply, simply, simply because... Some of these rascals have been been in office ever since I've been born, okay, and I'm 45. So these motherfuckers got to go. So term limits on the House and the Senate is, I mean, if the president can only be two, two terms, then some of these, and then the House and Senate only needs to be two terms. It's just, it's too much bullshit. Too, too these many. guys are sleep. They're sleeping. They're sleeping or not even showing up for the things that the American people are really trying to fight for and really want. And if you're not showing up or you have sleep or sleep while, you know, while, you know, these, these things are being addressed, 
then you don't need to be my, my representative or senator. So I think those are things that you may see if Trump becomes president. All right. Um, I'm looking at CNN right now, and they're showing Florida projections, which projections with CNN, you don't know what to expect. But Gary Johnson is getting a lot of votes. If you took Gary Johnson's votes and added them to Hillary, who's actually down in Florida, she would have the lead right now. So he's making a significant difference um, If because most people assume that people who vote for Gary probably would vote for our, our Democrats. But uh, that's pretty interesting that he's getting quite a few votes. Okay, um, Crystal, for you, what do you think? Well, no, I'll save Hillary for you. Dr. Willis, what do you think um, a Donald Trump presidency will look like over the next four years? I think Donald, uh, his presidency will be a double-edged sword for us. I think that um, he actually believes the things that he's saying he'll do. Um, And and you know what? I I don't doubt him as much. Uh, I'm kind of like buck on this. I think that he will – you know he'll he'll go in he'll he'll close the borders and stuff like that he'll probably do um he'll probably bring jobs back to the u s uh i think he'll do those things however his rhetoric is what's gonna get us in uh in in a world of trouble you know what i'm saying i think that you know we we we've enjoyed many many um years decades possibly centuries of you know uh peace with our neighbor you know neighbors to the south and I think if he if he's the president, we're gonna that's gonna be a, uh, a, a situation we're gonna have to contend with eventually. That could not um, bode well for e- for either side. Um, I think that a lot of enemies of America are going to be more emboldened to uh, step up and and uh, you know face us because they know that Trump probably won't get a lot of um, help. You know, uh, on the global stage because he's alienated half the motherfuckers, you know, in the, in the, in the Middle East. So, you know, um, yeah. just his rhetoric, just his uh, his stance on on other, you know things outside of the country is what, you know, is that double edged sword. Now, also what a lot of uh, the the things that a lot of folks are missing is that he's he's also a big proponent of two things that definitely is going to uh, affect black people, but you know the American people as as a whole. He wants to repeal the 14th Amendment, all right? And for anybody who don't know, the 14th Amendment uh, deals with our citizenship, equal rights, you know, uh, things along that line. So why would they want to repeal something like that? Well, if they repeal the 14th Amendment, then uh, eventually they can declare that, you know, blacks aren't really citizens. And then who knows where it goes from there. And they can also say, okay, well, you know, you don't have rights now. You don't have the equal rights. You don't have voting rights. You don't have land rights. You don't have none of it. All that stuff came from the, uh, under the 14th Amendment, you know. So if he's trying to do away with that, then, you know what I'm saying, and, and if he's not the only I think there's nine, ten other uh, Republicans that that uh, are in line with this. And who knows how many, but but at least nine or ten that came out and said they was all for it. And then the other thing is the, um, uh, um, what was he trying to do, repeal that? Oh, and then minimum wage. He got a problem with minimum wage. He stated time and time again that minimum wage is already too high. Think about that now. I mm-hmm. mean, it's hard to live on seven dollars, you know, eight dollars, whatever it is right now, you know, an hour. And he's saying that's too much. That's too high. So 
not only is he going to get rid of uh, federal workers because he wants he wants uh, to you know to cut that down, but those people working at Walmart or the other you know these other places are uh, making minimum wage. He's going to even drop try you know try to drop those wages uh, even lower. So you know there's trouble ahead if he you know under his presidency. But I know there's going to be some good things, but there's going to be a whole lot of bad things too. Okay. All right. Uh, before I go to you, Crystal, let me go to the phone lines to the 601 area code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi. Welcome on the man, the myth, the Minister of Sexual Affairs, Eminem. What's going on, bro? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right. And, Crystal, what do you think a Hillary Clinton presidency will look like over the next four years? Well, you know, um, number one, we won't have uh, Trump, which is, to me, the main thing. That You know, and a lot of what uh, Bobby has said, you know, regarding the 14th Amendment, regarding just everything in general, he is, this guy does not, first of all, he does not care about the American people. He only cares about capitalism. He is the ultimate capitalist and that will turn this country around people think that we have a capitalist society now um, but if someone like him gets into the office he's going to destroy democracy period not only that um, you know to me the, the main things I'm worried about is um how he has, yes, alienated our uh, foreign allies. And we will really have nobody. And see, when I listen to Trump talk, I actually listen to a socialist. And now he claims he's not a socialist, but anybody who is on the side of Putin or Russia in the history of Russia, they, they were fucking socialists. And if you don't know what socialists are, you know, yeah, on the surface, it may sound like, oh, well, communism is something that, oh, well, it's it's for everybody. Everybody's equal. And that's not true because everybody's equal. The masses are equal, and they're equal to a point of being, you know, having no pay, basically working for nothing, and this, of course, goes in line, you know, with this whole, uh, minimum wage thing, but I think the minimum wage itself probably won't change. It will probably just stay stagnant because, again, we do have Congress, and some of the things will just stay <laughs> as they are. I think really what will happen for him, you know, things will just literally stay as they are, and then other things will be overturned within within it, such as um, a lot of the the rights that we have as women, uh, the rights that we have as minorities, blacks, immigrants, all those things will be chipped away at and, you know, if he can, completely stopped. Now, the person when the person you're really voting for as far as policy, when um, Trump comes into power, it's Pence. <laughs> That's who you're really voting for. Someone said today that is Pence the new Cheney. And, yes, I really think he is. And so that's a very dangerous – first of all, Trump is dangerous. That's why the world is watching and, and right now. They're watching and they're waiting. 
He thinks Putin is his friend, but he's not. He's waiting for him to win so he can fail. So they can come in, and this America, as we call it now, will be completely destroyed. Um, our morals, uh, you know, our general morals will be completely destroyed. There will be fragments of this society where, we, you know, the only way to um, survive is, is to unite together. But you will completely fragment this country. And, and, you, and people think, oh, well, we're just, we're just going to go back to the 1950s and, and 40s and, you know, beyond. No, we're going to enter into something that has not yet been created. You think the Civil War was bad. This is going to be a complete onslaught of revolution. I mean, I say, and I'm not even being a little um, overdramatic, think Mad Max, because I really do think this is just, we're going to be completely destroyed. And there it is, since I have the <laughs> clock ticking for some God knows reason. But anyway... You just do it to it anyway, didn't you? <laughs> Thank you for that. And uh, I mean, I, I, and I know, and you and you and both both have strong opinions about this, and I think it's great. I, I wish these were the type of discussions people had on mainstream, quote unquote, news channels, um, instead of these paid talking heads who essentially argue one point and could easily go to another arrival station and argue opposite points. I mean, it's like, uh, it doesn't make any difference. Um, In New Hampshire, Hillary and Donald are virtually tied at 47%. Gary Johnson has 4% of the votes. Eminem, is Gary Johnson going to cause this um, election to swing? Um, I I guess it's it's like the X factor in this, uh, this election. Where he's going to really hurt someone's chances to be president? Uh, not only him, but the, uh, but a few of the other ones on there too. Somebody on there, I, I, shit, somebody from the Delta Party, man. I didn't know it existed, but uh, um, because you know, when you look at, see, it, it, it's it's the two it's two types of voters you got. You got the you got the informed voter, and you got the influence voter, right? And the influence voter is is the the, the true X factor because see, like the informed voter, kind of gonna break things down regardless, you know, regardless who you voted for. I'm, I'm not saying it favoring one party or the other in the informed part, but you know, when you listen to well, actually, like some of the comments you're gonna hear on this show, you know, that's at least based on some type of substance right but then mm-hmm. you got the influence voters just like well mm, i just don't trust her i just don't trust him okay what the fuck that mean you know i'm a dark-skinned black man with thick eyebrows i mean okay i don't want you thinking like that or i go in the store and i'm not dressed up like a you know in a suit or some shit like that i'm just like what does that mean you know so you got a lot of them kind of people out there and that's what's throwing the votes off uh, and you know, uh, for for an extent, because if you're informed, you're informed, and you really want to get a true idea uh, about the, the 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 candidates running. See, the luxury we had 
with this election uh, is normally the luxury we don't have uh, in most in most elections. The the luxury we had it was like it was clearly defined. No one knows the future, but everybody has a past. And I'm not talking about emails or quote unquote, you know, uh, sexual misconduct or whatever. But what I'm saying, if you just truly, truly look at what a person is on paper, as if they have a resume, you know, um, it it, it, it kind of just intrigues me how somebody right. would be like, oh man, I just love Bill Clinton. He was like the first black president, and then. You know, then people say, oh, man, you know, I'm down with Obama like four flat tires. It's like, okay, not that Hillary's going to be the exact same, but it's like you don't think this chick going to be influenced by her husband at all and also by somebody she actually was a state uh, 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 secretary of state for for the last eight years. You don't think Mm -hmm. none of that None of that stuff you liked about either one of those two-term presidents, none of that's going to carry over? You know, come on. You know, that's, okay, basically that's the way I voted. It wasn't about voting specifically for her. I don't care if her was an uh, 800-pound dude, but if, if basically the people that are intimately involved with you pretty much or people that I said that I thought was great presidents, well, I mean, surely some of that's going to carry over, you know. And um, But like I say, that's that's all about being informed, you know. And the people who don't think that, that's fine if they are informed. But I tell you what, and I know this bell about to ring in a minute, but Crystal was on to something that I wanted to say on the last couple of shows, but I think I forgot to say it. If this motherfucker get in and remove the United States from NATO and basically create this, us versus the world. Now we ain't talking about no Tupac son. This is gonna be some real shit. Something pop off, man. Uh, like mm. I say, you know, it ain't, it ain't gonna be a good time to be part of the armed forces. Cause I'm telling you, man, this dude is a nut. Um, and like I say, when you're dealing with foreigners, you know, no disrespect to foreigners who are part of the show and listen to the show and nothing like that. But y'all think different, so people don't take too kindness to satire and sarcasm and that kind of stuff, you start talking about, oh, put them all in a pot and burn them and all that old bullshit, you know, that, me, they don't play like that, see what I'm saying, and then you pull out a NATO, you're going to have all these jokers licking their chops, and you're going to piss off allies we done had for at least the last 45, 50 years, sure. I mean, you, you don't want to, yeah, surely, no, nobody's military, quote-unquote, stands up to the United States, but damn, does that mean you want to fight everybody? Oh man, I know that. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) All right, Dr. Willis, did both candidates change presidential campaigning as we know it? Uh, You know, mainly Donald Trump. Oh, gosh. Um, no, not really, because if you think about it, they did the same thing that all candidates do. They trashed each other and lied and, you know, everything that you, know, you normally get during an um, uh, election. The only difference is that Trump is probably the least the, the least qualified candidate ever to run in terms of just straight politics, which probably wouldn't have been a good thing if he wasn't still uh, – I mean, a bad thing. It wouldn't have been a bad thing. If he wasn't so um, 
you know, so divisive and so, uh, uh, um, you know, just just spin out all that vitriol, you know what I'm saying, that's going to mm-hmm. cause us to, you know, be alienated on the global stage. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't used to anybody stopping after a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you keep playing the song. I mean, come on. I thought, I, I thought my connection had dropped. <laughs> and, uh, and, and look, then it sounded like he was just getting warmed up. It kind of caught me off guard, too. Yeah. Crystal, what's, what's your opinion on that? Has campaigning changed now? Um, I mean, are, are we going to see? Let me. I mean, are we going to see more celebrities? Um, now that Donald Trump has kind of shown that you can be popular and still get the attention of the American people, so in 2020, can we look forward to a lot more celebrities? Well, I hope not. You know, I really hope not because um, the thing is, when you when you're talking about public office of any kind, you know, whether it's local or whether it's um, federal, like, you know, um, executive like this, you need to um, look at a person's credentials. Um, You need more credentials, you know, to be the mayor than you do, obviously, to be the um, president of the United Motherfucking States. I mean, there's a reason why most of the uh, presidents have been in public office at some point, because they've learned not only how, to um, govern, but they, you know, they learn the policies, they learn the whys, they learn the game, they learn, you know, um, the negotiation, um, they learn diplomacy. It's so huge thing that was com- is, is completely lost on Trump, and, you know, and things like that, which is very, very important. I mean, diplomacy. <laughs> I mean, this is how you keep our allies, and, and I, I, keep, I go back to this because this is so important because I don't want an H-bomb fucking pointed at us, you know, tomorrow. And, and the thing is, when you talk about the allies that we do have, those allies are on a very thin line. It's kind of like the person that you hate in your office, but you smile at them because they're the boss or because they um, they work really good with you on the on the project you're with or whatever, the person mm-hmm. you can't stand, and then, and then if that shit would go away, you couldn't wait to say, fuck you, and fuck all y'all motherfuckers, because I can't stand you. You know, it's, it's hanging by a thread, because America is not exactly the nicest country in the world. I mean, we've basically um, become the superpower, quote-unquote, by bullying people and by saying, no, 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 this is how you should do it because we've done it and this is the way we do it and, you know, mm-hmm. you, know you should do it like we And we're complete fucking bullies. So people don't necessarily are allied with us just because they like us. No, most people don't like us. And they don't like our policies. They don't like the way we do it. But they, but they know that we're stronger, so therefore they stay. So... I mean, I don't, I don't understand why people don't. I look at the numbers and I'm like, what are you people thinking? You know, it's like jumping off of a bridge or jumping off of a mountain and hoping that at the end of it, you're going to be back where you were before. Right. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, so anyway, no. Hey. Ridiculous. Hey, speaking of politics change, man. 
I don't know if y'all saw it or not. I, I just saw a clip on something I was looking at where they got damn dump trucks surrounding Trump Plaza just in case. Or something. I'm like, man, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I thought it was a joke, but I thought it was real. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. Maybe y'all can Google that, man, to make sure my eyes weren't just, you know, getting crossed up in some kind of, you know, something that wasn't real. Because, you know, we talking about the Internet, so I can't remember if it was a credible site or not. But they were right. saying that dump trucks were surrounding Trump Plaza, you know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I tell you what. I don't know which direction this shit gonna go when all the numbers go in, but if it go for Trump, you know I'm telling you now, I want you to to dedicate a whole show and let Bobby and anybody else come in talking about the importance of like diplomacy and and uh, you know allies and all that kind of stuff. Cause I mean no, nobody don't want to be by themselves, man. They're just like right now, right? You know, it's just like growing up in the hood. It's just like yeah, fight, get ready to break out or whatever, and. You know, your neighborhood versus another neighborhood or, you know, who knows, maybe gang versus gang or whatever. It's just like, yeah, everybody got a, got somebody in there who can't really fight that much, but you still need a warm body. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody wants to just say, okay, yeah, he can't really fight, but he can keep me from getting sucker punched. So that's how I look at it. Like, you know, you know, somebody might look at it like, oh, you know, who is that country? Who is that country? They ain't nothing. Now, yeah. But guess what? They got land. They got a a, a a a a base that we can you know stage on and all that kind of you know whatever the you know the strategy might be shit you know who want to fight the whole damn world this little damn fool yeah you know and that's that's what people don't really understand I mean there and you know I know people won't change in this country we deserve some change but it's time for the it's time for the politics and the bullshit that they do in the House and the Senate. And in the in the White House, everything in the White House in general, it needs to be in the, there. Needs to be some substantial changes. And regardless, you know, you know, we need somebody that has some diplomacy, you know, that can deal with our allies, and we need to keep those. I mean, it, it's it's very it's essential to our own survival. So we have to have that. And you know, you know, Clinton Clinton knows those people. You know, she goes in there and she has to, you know, she has to, you know, she has to be diplomatic and have tactfulness and, be, and you know, you have to, you know, you got to, you know, sometimes you got to, you got to have, you got to keep, have friends, but you got to keep your enemies closer. So therefore, you know what the hell is going on. And um, that's what people don't realize and understand. And I think, you know, this, this has been the worst presidential election in US history because in this great country we have we we can do better than these two you know but really and truthfully when it when when it, you know she hits the fan we got to have somebody that's going to be able to deal with our allies and deal with them respectfully and you and know be able to done. you know get stuff done and um you know it's more about it's more than just war and all that kind of stuff that we have to, you know, we have to talk about. But we really got to be on our P's and Q's, and we hope the American people, you know, tonight, you know, when the, you know, right now, you know, when things are coming up, you know, we'll see how things go. But um, we got to be smart about it, and hopefully American people are smart tonight and make the right choice. Well, 
right yeah. now in some of the the key key states, um, according to CNN, uh, with ninety four percent of the votes in, Donald Trump is winning Florida by a little less than two percent. Um, he's winning Ohio by six percent with about half voting. He has a two percent lead in Virginia with seventy seven percent in. Um, a huge lead in Georgia, 26%, 41% of the votes. Uh, let's see, Trump is racking up at the moment. Of course, it's still early. Because right. I know I had but a map North Carolina, pool. North Carolina, he just has votes, so that's <laughs> on Bobby. Michigan, Trump is winning by four points, so that's Crystal's fault. Uh <laughs> <laughs> They're virtually tied in New Hampshire. Clinton's winning Wisconsin. All right, so. so you didn't name Mississippi, uh, so it's a given here, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think Mississippi had already like, pretty much called it for Trump. Yeah, so it, it, we, it, it's, been, it's been a red state since 1975, I believe. Yeah, since, um, I know since at least 19, um, I want to say 80 with Reagan, but uh, it's been been a minute. And so, all right. Um, Man, I got chills when Buck said that by getting it right. Oh, I was like, Eminem, do you think either candidate has a chance to be reelected in 2020? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm, whoever gets it going to definitely be the second term because um, I don't really see a a person that has a certain, you know, be honest, you know, when it comes to president, you got to have a certain amount of charisma uh, normally to, you know, be popular enough to get in. Now, the only reason, you know, like Hillary don't have no charisma, but like I say, she got the, you know, she married into the presidency, literally, and, you know, then held a job, so that, that kind of pushed her in. But most successful presidential candidates are people that has something about them, that little oomph. Right, and all the mm. people that, unless somebody just bust on the scene that's like a like that's a non politician like Kanye or something like that, I don't see nobody else strong enough um, to even challenge whoever it is. Now it's a shame that the Republicans, you know, didn't go with Rubio because you know to show you how much I think of Rubio. You know, I really think uh, in this election, I probably would have voted for him. But, you know, if he didn't get up there and start talking too crazy. And and, and uh, that's saying a lot because I don't do that, you know. But uh, but I don't really see nobody, you know, Anthony Weiner, he done messed his whole career up. Uh, like, you know, yeah. right. Paul Ryan is sort of unstable. Um, so, I mean, all the, you know, the, 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 the Republicans that, like, they don't like Rubio, so... You know, Bobby Jindal never really got a lot of momentum for some reason. There's a lot of, you know, people of Indian descent, you know, that's in the country. don't mean they're going to vote for him just because he's Indian, but I'm just saying, you know, that's that's something kind of different. But nobody rode that wave like, you know, how we did Obama and even Jesse Jackson in 84. But it's just I don't really see a person who's on the, you know, who's on the cusp of, of being a true challenger to whoever gets in, because it's just like, you know, you know, y'all name somebody if I'm missing somebody 
that, you know, Jesse Jackson Jr., he screwed himself all up. I mean, everybody that could have been somebody years ago that might have been a, you know, true candidate to compete anyway, not necessarily to win, but to even to compete, most of them, you know, blew themselves up, man. And social media ain't no joke. Right. I think social media ain't no joke. I think that you're going to left the door open uh, for that, though. Speculation on that. Say what now? I think Michelle Obama had uh, left the door open on that, uh, up to debate, you know, about whether or not she was going to run in, um, you know, um, um, you know, next four years. Mm. I think I I saw something on that. So I think she would have a strong um, chance. I think if Colin Powell would ever throw his hat in the ring, he would have a strong chance. How old is uh, he? I don't know. Good question. Yeah, I, I think his hot spot is gone, man. I, I think Colin Powell, you know, when he had a chance to be uh, – 79. Uh, it was something – you know, he even had a shot to be uh, a, a VP candidate and turn it down and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I now they don't, people don't know who he is no more. I think I think they'll still vote for him. Uh, uh, you know, compared to who we got right now. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, as far as like strong momentum and and, and you know and, and you know, I don't see like you know, and I ain't just saying it because he's black, but I don't see like uh, on either side of the aisle. I don't see really young people because uh, that's really who the voting population yeah. going to be now, getting behind Colin Powell. At age seventy, at age seventy nine, not only am I worried about him making his presidency, is he even going to make it to the bathroom? Right, I mean, yeah, see, unfortunately, that's what happened to. Uh, and I mean, I'm not saying unfortunately, like I was, you know, a, a John John McCain supporter, but every year when he waited to a certain point to run, that's what would happen to McCain. Nobody really had a problem with him because you know, okay, the guy was a damn prisoner of POW and stuff. But you know, so you can't question, you know, I guess his love of country and all this stuff, but damn, you know, he was 76 with health issues, so, you know, that right. that goes into play, you know, so that's why I keep talking about younger people, you know, uh, you know, at least 60, well, damn, how can 60 be young, but, you know, 60 and under, because anybody over that, that, unless they already in the White House, so to speak, they pretty much not going to be that appealing where rappers and all these people say, you know, register to vote and all that, because they they too far out. They they too far out there. You know what I'm saying? That's a good I point. Because I can I could see that a lot of presidential candidates going a lot younger in 2020. Um, I mean, of course, you're gonna have those who people know them by name, like an Elizabeth Warren, or you know, even if Bernie ran again. Uh, people know them by name and would support them, but um, I can see. Let's see, and Bernie's seventy-five, so he would be seventy-nine. Um, so he would be too old to be president. Elizabeth Warren um, is sixty-seven, so she would be seventy-one. Uh, man, we got we got some old folks up there, man. No wonder we can't get nothing done, but. Um, not enough progressive thinkers, but uh, I, I just think that for the most part, you know, when it comes to what I've seen so far in this election and 
the campaigning and, and all of that stuff. I mean, the debates were a circus. Uh, right. <laughs> most most of the moderators to me were were just you know they were jokes. It's like either they allow the candidates. And this is even during the primaries. They either allow the candidates to push them around, or they were so gung ho on being the tough one that they really just weren't asking the right questions, you know, yeah. or maybe they were cutting people off before they got the right answer. Um, so I was kind of disappointing the whole debate cycle. Um, the vice president debate is one of the most boring things I've ever seen. And speaking of the vice president, does anyone have any comments on either vice president man. Candidate. You took the words out uh, of my they mouth. Two of the most boring people you ever. Oh want to man, see. You, you you're talking about watching paint dry. Shit, man, <laughs> these guys is the definition of politics. Now they old school. Back when people when there wasn't no social media, and you had to flip through some damn encyclopedia even to even know who was you know who was somebody's VP because nobody remembers. Like, you know, everybody remember, you know, Reagan, Bush, and uh, Clinton, and Gore, and that kind of stuff. You know, they just kind of compliment each other, you know, but shit, man, Pence, and uh, shit, I don't even know who Hillary's VP is. Uh, Kane. What's his name? Tim Kane. Kane, yeah, I mean, it's like, man, you talking about some lemons, damn, you know. And see that that don't appeal to like you know young people and uh, then you know I hate to say it but then they so they so white they even white for white people so it's just like they you know what I'm saying I mean I ain't trying to say that in some kind of you know bad way but I'm just saying it's like they you know it's almost like the stereotype person that's. They might be a good person. They might be very smart, but they can't relate to nothing. You know, it's like a almost like uh, what was the white cop name on uh, Sanford and Son? They always had to translate for him. Hoppy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but not in a dingy way, but just kind of like a. Yeah. As soon as you see him, it's just like, oh shit, I can't even. You know, Joe Biden was like the cool white boy. He, he old. He old as hell, but he. You know, he's like, hey, I'm from Stratton, motherfucker, you know, you know, so, hey, yeah, you know, so, you know, it was kind of like a difference with him, but, man, these guys, some straight prunes. Yeah. So, um. Hey, you remember I that guess... little song, Buck, the uh, Buck Shop? That's where they need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Open Sesame, welcome to the Buck Shop. <laughs> Had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> had nothing to do with anything. Damn. <laughs> oh shit. That's off the chain. Um. So, well, let me ask this. And I, like I said, I was I'm watching CNN. Uh, and anyone, I guess. Well, Crystal, I'll start with you. What news channel do you watch to get live updates on election results, or do you not watch at all? Well, you know, I'm watching CNN. I always watch that, uh, just on a general basis. So, because, you know, they have lots of perspectives, and and they can definitely, just like with, you know, pop radio, I mean, they replay 
So I can come in at any time, and I know I'm going to get the most updated information. So that's why I always go back to CNN. Anybody watch Fox News? Oh, that's the only thing I watch. Now, for like facts, when I'm looking for facts, like now, you know, I have the, uh, I'm still old school. I use a desktop or whatever. So I'm on some website with a map, and every time uh, somebody wins, it, you know, it turns red or blue. But as far as just watching the news, I always watch Fox. And it's not to get information. It's just like, it's almost like, it's two ways to be a cop, right? There's two ways to be a cop. It's just like, well, you know, you can study the law or you can study the criminals. So, you know, I just, you know, people that tend to not always have the best interest of certain things that I consider things that I uh, want to hear, instead of running from it, I want to hear what they got to say. And I, I, I do it religiously. You know, it starts with, O'Reilly, then usually after that is the Kelly file, and then I end the night with Hannity, and he's over the top. So yeah, I do um, not like Sean Hannity. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I don't like him either, but I mean, you know, that's that's, you know, that's like, you know, other than you know sports or something like that, man. I probably and, and, and black exploitation movies. I probably watch them shows more than anything. That's mm. how I stay motivated. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, yeah. You know, there's some people out here really don't care for me. I know that now. <laughs> Cause man, this dude bashed Obama even the day we got Osama bin Laden and stuff. I'm like, man, damn. White people should be the main people celebrating, you know. But they were still talking crazy, you know, calling him old, old, uh, uh, uh anointed one and all this shit. Man, I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Um, Buck, shouldn't the election be based on popular vote and not this whole elect- electoral college thing, which appears to be flawed in so many ways? Yeah, I think we, it needs to be on popular vote. I think we, I think that needs to be be changed. Um, simply because it's just too much. Um, these electoral votes, they can go in, any kind of way, and you know, it's just time. To um, you know, make changes as far as that goes. Just see, too. I mean, you know, we look at the last election between, um, you know, with Obama, this his second term, you know, and all the garbage in Florida having recount and all that kind of stuff. So, with all that being said, um, I, I just think you know, popular vote should be the way way to go instead of just messing around with this electoral crap because all that does. Is um, you know, mess things up. So. Yeah, hey, that that's uh, interesting point. Cause Al Gore won the first Bush election by popular vote. I remember that. Yeah. Doctor Willis, what do you think? Uh, well, the way it works right now, the way we have it, uh, is that the electoral votes is the actual way that votes are, uh, you know, the presidency is uh selected anyway. The uh, popular vote was originally designed to be uh, used as a tiebreaker. So they, you know, if they tie with the electoral college or whatever, then uh, whoever had the most popular votes would then win. So uh, I, I'm not for the electoral uh, electoral college, you know, decide the president. I, I do believe it should be the uh, popular vote because, you know, 
they work for the people. And who should put them in? The people. But yep. that's not how that's not how it goes. It, it's it's backwards right now. It's the electoral or the popular vote breaks the tie. That's how it's designed. And a lot of folks don't know that. Yeah, because you you turn that pop you turn that popular vote on, then all these guys with the green party and all that. You, you'll see all kind of people winning the election if they, if they knew they could win by the popular uh, vote, you know. Right. And it's happened then it wouldn't matter about your party. <laughs> I think it's happened four times in our nation where the popular vote, uh, you know, saying uh, the president that won majority of the popular vote still didn't get in. Usually the way uh, the way it's been going is that uh, the popular vote and the electoral college usually, um, you know, were kind of in step. But uh, but that was four, that were at least four times when um, there were more electoral uh, votes for one candidate than the popular vote, and then they went with the uh, the candidate that had the electoral votes. Okay. And uh, it's a very unusual process to those who may be learning something about it for the first time. But um, some people say that's how the system is rigged and all this other stuff and. I mean, a lot of that is speculation and everything as far as if these if these elections are rigged or somewhat. But I do think that the process does allow politicians to have a little more control over the outcome than maybe what we would have in some shape, form, or fashion. Um, at least it just seems that way. And so, all right, Crystal... Um, you know, still some early numbers coming in, but are you concerned about um, some of the leads that Donald Trump has? Well, you know, I'm concerned with the whole process, but um, as far as a lot of the leads that have come in so far, you know, you got a lot of the whole bunk states, (laughs) the south, southern states, you know, and you got some of the northern, um, western states that are basically two people live there. So, you know, this is these are not even um, surprising. I think one of the things that is surprising is Michigan, but living in Michigan, I am not really that surprised because okay. of the counties that have already um, kind of weighed in. You know, Macomb County, where I worked, um, is mainly white, lower middle class. I mean, they do have a few um, kind of higher class or whatever in some areas, but primarily it's low, it's lower class, middle middle to lower class white. And then Oakland County, right. <clears throat> which where you know has won democratically, but that's because most where I live. Um, most of those people are educated, um, highly wealthy, actually. And um, so, and then, of course, you have Wayne County, which is Detroit. And then, you know, and Wayne County uh, hasn't really, hasn't finished yet. <laughs> well, it's finished now, but they're getting all this stuff in. But, you know, I mean, so I think for some reason this is kind of interesting to me. Um, outside of the smaller states where it's not that many people to calculate their votes, it's always been an issue in all of the um, urban and metro areas where, um, you know, there's always issues with the machines or issues with tallying. It's always some sort of issue, you know. Right. 
So, um, so I'm not surprised. Now, um, you know, it's it is worrisome just in general because, and even more so for some reason, this particular election is even more, you know, nail biting than the Obama election, you know, years mm-hmm. ago. So, and I'm not sure why exactly that is, but. Um, I think be, I think because of the the you know the edge of of you know the, the emotions that people are seeing. I mean, there was just a um, I was just watching while you know you guys were talking um, the a, a video that came out here in Michigan that's now on TMZ uh-huh. <laughs> regarding a um, woman who went spastic at a voter. Um, you know, at a voter booth, and she was white, of course, and um, Ypsilanti, which is primarily white. And um, she went off on some, I guess, people around her, and she started calling everybody uh-huh. niggers, even some of the white people. She was calling oh, wow. them, you're a nigger too. And she was just, I mean, literally right in, and people were like, um, you know you're being taped, don't you? And she didn't give a fuck, you know. Oh, so wow. this, these are the kind of emotions that are being, you know, brought up to the surface. It's like regurgitating, you know, finally regurgitating to the surface. So that's that's really my angst more so than anything else. I I have to hope that America is actually filled with a smarter people than a bunch of yahoos, um, and I think it is. So I'm I'm you know very hopeful that Clinton will win. But it is just worrisome just in general with the numbers that Trump has. All right. Any other comments? Yeah. Uh, tonight, um, <laughs> I think that happened in Mississippi uh, with my mom. My sister took my mom to um, Poland, um, to a poll to uh, place her vote. And uh, she was told by uh, an older white lady that was there that um, she didn't have my mom's name in there or she was, they couldn't find her name. So they went to another one. They were told the same thing, hey, she's not from here. Now, my sister know that the first one they went to is the one where my mom uh, voted the last time. So that was that was the correct place. But, you know, she she took her around. And when everybody was like, no, she, she don't supposed to vote here and blah, 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 she went back to the one she know for a fact was supposed to be in there. And she took her there, and then the lady was like, oh, she was removed because she was an inactive voter or some bullshit like that. <laughs> like, my sister is dumb. Now, mind you, my sister is uh, shit, probably more intelligent than I am. And and she wasn't going to let that shit fly. So eventually she ended up getting, uh, yeah, getting my mom to the point. <laughs> oh, she probably is. <laughs> so, she, um, she ended up getting the vote. But I tell you, man, it's, it, they, they tried it. <laughs> so it, it, it's out there. It's happening. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what I was going to say is, you know, kind of a more direct response to that, that question about uh, what was it, how everybody's feeling? Uh, not everybody feeling, but uh, I, I think that was Crystal mentioned something about the edge or whatever. I mean, well, we're we looking at states being lost that Obama clearly had blew out, well, basically blew out Mitt Romney now, you know. The yeah. election was declared by ten o'clock. I know we'll forget that. I was like, man, this ain't even close. 
But now I'm looking at this little map on the computer. It's like, shit. It's just like everywhere is red. It's, uh, you know, the the votes that hadn't came in. And then, uh, you know, some of the pivotal states like Ohio and, uh, uh, you know, some of the other ones in the Midwest that nobody really talk about that much, like, you know, uh, uh, Indiana, you know, just, you know, because uh, those little electoral things, you know, add up pretty quick. But I want to say this, though. Yeah, I want to say this, though. I think a lot of the reality is going to be kicking in, well, depending on which direction this going. You know, some of the non-traditional voters, um, like, I, I guess this is what I'm saying in a nutshell. You know, like, for people who... People can vote whoever they want to. I mean, number one, you exercise your rights and all that. But my thing is, for the first time that I can recall, you know, prior to my time on earth, somebody's representing a party that's really not even part of that party. That's scary in itself. That's almost like somebody's infiltrating. You know, so I'm just like the whole the whole thing with Trump is like something funny. You know what I mean? So right. Um, yeah, it, 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 you you see what I'm saying? Like, okay, everybody else who he dissed were people who are, you know, they know the whole GOP thing, and that's fine because that's what they represent. So, the people who are professional GOP politicians shun this dude, and you let some you let the the populace put a guy in to represent your party, not as an independent, which is fine, but to represent your party. I mean, in any other scenario, the average person would find that very odd. Like, oh, nobody at the bank likes this dude. He's not even a banker, but he's representing us. Right. We want your money. You're going to be like, bullshit. What is this? Hey, tomorrow morning going to be too late. So I just hope everybody get it right. I think America won its own way. That's the feeling a lot of people is having. It's just like once the drama is over and once the little, you know, well, I like this issue and better than that issue, once that petty stuff is over with, and you get down to the meat and potatoes of all this bullshit, and when you look at the bigger picture, it's like, my God, what is this, the omen or something? This dude is representing the Republican Party candidate, and he's not even a Republican. They don't even like him. <laughs> well, um, I mean, everything's still kind of unwinding slowly. Um, I think I don't know if California closed at seven o'clock or not. Anybody know? Or is it eight o'clock out there? Uh, it's gonna be nine o'clock for them. Well, I mean, well, they like that thing. They three hours behind the East Coast and they two hours behind us here. So yeah, it's seven o'clock there now. So yeah. uh, Crystal. Do you, what would it take for an independent to actually have a legitimate shot at being president? Oh, wow. What would that person I, have to do? They, well, first of all, he would have to be very, very smart and um, credible. Um, instead of someone who probably could have won the nomination for either Republican or Democrat, decided not to go that way. You know, decided to just do their own thing, and maybe they also have the the funds 
to do so. Um, I think that Donald could have actually done it this time uh, and still had the same result. So, mm. uh, but, you know, I, re- I really do, you know. Uh, but um, I think it would take someone who, yeah, definitely has the money because it, you know, you don't, you don't have any, you don't have any uh, backers, um, which is why, you know, people continue to go either Republican or Democrat because you need those backers. So, uh, yeah, you, and you would really have to be very smart. You know, a lot, I think a lot of time on the independent and the green and all these others that you saw in your ballot today, um, a lot of times people don't know who they are. I mean, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, you can. Like for me, you can write a great book, but if no one knows who the hell you are, no one's going to buy it. <laughs> and it's the same thing with with uh, independence. I mean, if, you mean people can, you can be a great person and have the great intentions, but if no one knows who the fuck you are, no one's going to vote for you. This is and true. You need you need money backing. You need supporters. You need people. You need lobbyists. You need all these people that is part of the machine of, right. of the bipartisan system. So it's it's very hard, but it can be done. But you have to be like fucking amazing, and you have to have money. You have to have money of your own, independent money of your own. So independent yeah. really means independently wealthy, on a billionaire scale, to take money and just do it yourself. So yeah, that's, who's that's, that guy that's used I think to, run to me every the number year? one thing. Oh, down in Washington. What's the name? Rossboro. Yeah, Rossboro. Yeah, Rossboro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His problem, he had the money, but he couldn't have the charisma. And after a while, that whole business nerd jargon gets old, and people are like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> you know? So whatever, sit down. So you need more. It's more than just uh, money, and it's more than just you know, you know what you stand for. Do people like you? Are you you know? Are you speaking for people? And this is why Donald is is actually leading in certain areas because he's speaking for people. Remember when we used to think that the black vote or the minority vote was the only people who didn't have a voice? No, some of these goddamn fucking country yahoos didn't have a voice either. They weren't going to the polls either. Now they are. Good point. point. I wonder what the numbers are going to be compared to 2008 when it's all said and done as far as the turnout. that should make it pretty interesting. Uh, I know I uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I hadn't really heard a lot of stuff like from the younger people, like Rock the Vote and all that stuff. I mean, I mean, I ain't saying they didn't do it, but I, I just remember that was like a huge thing, especially in '08. True. Very true. All right, all right. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number. On the Talk to Q radio show, no experts, just opinions. Talking about tonight's presidential campaign and all this red I'm seeing on this map and CNN it looks like a crime scene on that map. Yeah, like and, uh, shot up big time. <laughs> you know, off, to, off to a busy start. Uh, so hopefully he doesn't get hurt in the process. And And I'm sorry, I got distracted by something here. I'm trying to read an update. Yeah. You know, uh, but as deep. far as um, anybody else had a comment on independence, as far as, you know, their opportunities, what it would take. What about the debates? Um, what would it take for an independent to make it a, make the debate? Well, the um, independent, 
I, the independent person is going to have to know their stuff. I mean, Johnson kind of screwed up early in the in you know in his you know in his debates and whatnot, and you know talking on TV, not knowing you know countries, and you know an independent person is going to have to have some political background. Um, he, he's not going to be able to just jump in and be able to do anything unless he has a political background. And he has to, I mean, it's just, it, you know, it's almost like being a black president. You're going to have to go above and beyond the call of duty so people Great can analogy. get to notice right. you. Right. So, right. I mean, cause you, I mean, I mean, that, really and truthfully, you got to be above and beyond. You got to be, once you get up on that stage, you got that. You got to outdo everybody on stage and then some because it's, it's they, people want to know if you know your stuff. And if you don't know your stuff, then you're going to lose all your credibility. Thrown, you'll lose all your credibility and you'll be thrown out the box before you even get started. And that's where the independents have to change. You know, in order for the landscape to change, they have to change their strategy. And that's, that's the way that's going to, you know, play out in years to come. Um, when independents decide they want to join the fray, they're going to have to go above and beyond. You know, they they may have to beat the streets early to get their, you know, get their message out. They're going to have to run, you know, ad campaigns and stuff. Not necess- And they're going to have to do theirs differently than these two clowns have done and other clowns that we've, we've voted for in the past. They're going to, to reach out to the American people, they're going to have to really, really, do a different type of strategy when it comes to, you know, television ads and radio ads and those kind of things. Not necessarily, I think, a, you know, a common sense approach where you're not bashing the other ones that you're running against, but, you know, actually show what you're going to do and actually stand by and be able to, when you, you know, when you go to these debates, be able to stand on your own two feet instead of having to, you know, listen to the other and just kind of bounce off them. And, and and you know what? To that same point, if they are really, really cunning, they can just pretty much follow up and just follow every mainstream party candidate and come back and, you know, tell the people what they want to hear. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to take five things from the Democrats and five things from the Republicans, and I'm going to be a true independent. So it's going to be like everybody I'm speaking to is like you're not losing everything dealing with me, you know. And you yeah. might can win some people over if you got the money to hold up. See, that's the hard part. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. But now, and, something uh, that we didn't bring up, but I I don't know if you're going to bring it up, Q. Uh, you know, we always talk about technology and stuff as far as social media and technology maybe, you know, showing the the stuff about the campaigning over them. When are we going to get to the point where we can, you know, Download our social security number and vote off an app or something. You know, like I owe the IRS money now. Shit, I can plug my social security number up and, and all my shit come up when I get ready to make a little measly, you know, nickel and dime payment. So, I mean, why has voting got to be so complicated in modern times? I mean, you know, I understand the polls and the precincts once upon a time, but hey, your app is activated now November the 8th for 24 hours. I mean, what's so hard about that? All right. Well, um, I don't know. Most of the results will probably be a little more accurate to call, I guess, within the next 45 minutes to an hour. So we'll have a general idea of who maybe who our next president would be. Um, mm-hmm. 
And, you know, it's been, you know, eight years since Obama, so this is a little little different, and it, it feels a little different because there are going to be some people who wake up in the morning going to be very unhappy. Um, I wonder about riots, if we have to worry about riots as far as that is concerned. Um, oh, yeah, it's going to be Black Lives Matter time people, 10. <laughs> yeah, just generally how people are going to act tomorrow. There are going to be some people not speaking to one another tomorrow because of, um, you know, Facebook posts and things of that nature. And, man, it's just a really volatile time right now, a lot of divisiveness, and yeah. we don't know what we're going to say. Like I say, I just hope that uh, some of our true enemies don't capitalize on this stuff and <laughs> shit, some damn sleeper cells start popping up somewhere. You know, just right. crazy stuff, you know. But, hey, this is what the people wanted, so, you know, hey. You know, I live in this country too, but goddamn, you know, you know, I had a a white coworker that's originally, I think, from from Boston. She she's saying if this motherfucker get in, she moving to Canada, and was dead serious. So, like I say, when we were white people talk like that, man, they like they usually had the scoop on stuff. You know, niggas just getting stuff off the news and hearsay and stuff, but they be knowing stuff for real. Mm. Well. No doubt. Okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> Tomorrow. He's not even saying anything. It's so hilarious. You know what? What's funny? I'm laughing at us, though, because if Q could just play back a snippet of his show from the last okay. election, everything sounded totally different. Everybody sounded like they scared on this one. in a Not in a frightful way, but almost like a... I mean, there's a lot of concern. Right, like you open the door to a dark room and you don't know what's in there. That kind of feeling. You know, like, what is this? I mean, well, like, with, with, Mitt Romney, with Mitt Romney last time, you pretty much expected, if he were to win, you expected much of the same thing that you got with Bush and and Reagan and Bush Sr. or whatever. Right, if Obama right. you know, was going to win, you pretty much knew what you were going to get. Now, we don't know what we're going to get. I mean, Clinton will do a lot of the things that Obama has in place. She'll continue that. But then she's, you know, we don't know how people are going to respond to her and what will, you know, will she be able to get any of the things she wants to do done? And if Donald Trump gets in office, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. That dude might bomb Canada. I mean, we just don't know. (laughs) Right, right. You know, know, like if, uh, like, okay, well, okay, the scenario I just mentioned. What if there are quite a few Americans going to Canada? This dude won't just politically answer, you know, address it. He'll just like, you know, you know, they go to Canada, hell with them, you know, and and you know, the hell with the Mounties up there too. And now all of a sudden, now we beefing with somebody we ain't never beef with. I mean, right? This dude is scary, and for the people, like I say, I don't down nobody's choice on how they feel, but I really think that. This was an influenced voter. People that voted for Trump pretty much were influenced more than informed. Because there's, if, if you studied the what, what Q just mentioned, you know Reagan, Bush, you know Romney, whoever. That's the true Republican Party. I mean, it's a lot of things people don't necessarily like about certain things, but that's what all parties. But this dude is on a whole different thing. He's not even the true party member. Right, and this guy, 
God damn. I mean, man, that's like opening a dark room for real. I promise you they seem to be supporting him now. Right. He's getting votes. Yeah. He gets Yeah, he, he definitely gets them. He, yeah. he, right now, if you're watching CNN, um, 149 to 109, that's startling. And they yeah, keep saying I know Cali- it. Now, California got 55 delegates. So, if California yeah. came in, you know, that'll, that'll kind of tighten it yeah. up some, you know. Yeah. But, but I mean, the th- you know, the thing is, you know, we still got a long way to go and still got a lot of the states reporting. But, I mean, you, we have to look at, you know, we have to look at what we've gone through over the last eight years. And we've seen our jobs go. We've seen, we've seen a lot, you know, a lot of American people are fed up. And this is, you know, if you think about this for a minute, this kind of goes back to when Jimmy Carter was president, when things were kind of, you know, we had the oil embargo and those types of things like that. And people just wanted some change, and they, they went in and got Reagan. You know, so it kind of it kind of has that feel to it, even though I was much younger then, but it kind of had that feel, that same feel, because really, nobody really wanted to kind of, jump Republican or, you know, do anything like that. And I think that's when you start to see the change in the landscape on how people voted. People started, even back then, started voting, you know, hey, you know, let's vote for the you know, who we think is the best person for the job, not necessarily Republican or Democrat. That's when it probably kind of started, you know, you flip the field, so to speak. And we've been on a Democratic rule for the last eight years. So now – you know, people are like, all right, well, you know, even though this is the only only clown we got, you know, maybe we should try him just maybe for one yeah. term. But, but, uh, I know we I know we uh, we talked about that earlier. I think whoever's president this time around, whether it's Trump or Clinton, I only think they're going to get one term, one term, not two, listen. simply because they're going to you're going to st- probably see a, a, a rash of different presidents every four years for a little while till we till they can find somebody that gets it right. Um, see, the that's only the way thing I different though, the only thing different though, a lot of people don't forget how bad things was at the end of '07, right before '08 started. I mean, literally every day you turn on the TV, something was happening, and everything was so jacked up that you know it would it took two terms just to stabilize. You know, it's been some jobs lost, but at the same time, you know, honestly. Over the last eight years, I don't think it has been, been an American out there. I mean, it's been like some little crazy stuff happening sometimes, like, you know, some movie theater shootings and uh, and the, the bullshit that happened in San Bernardino. But for the most part, uh, under Obama, you know, everybody's pretty, whether they admit it or not, they don't feel safer. Nobody feels he's going to pull us into a bunch of unnecessary shit. Um, mm-hmm. um a lot of things that were totally destabilized, you know, is not really that good, but it's more stable than it was in 07, especially in the auto industry. So, you know, that was a lot to overcome. But now we're on the verge of getting somebody that's going to just dismantle that and make damn, you know, Bush possibly look like, you know, St. Peter or something, when he get through with this shit. Because if you piss off all these foreign countries, you know, everything ain't just necessarily a physical war. You know, you looking at, they can jack up stuff on the same shit, man. Y'all ain't got no know that. We make everything. Hell, we ain't making this stuff for no dime no more. Now this shit finna be 25 cents. Now you got to jack your prices up. You know, now they're going to be mad with you because you lowered minimum wage. 
So yeah, it yeah. damn thing. I'm telling you, when you get a when it's a reason people go into politics. It's a reason political science is a major in college. Man, this is some scary shit. I'm telling you. This this is this is the blind leading the blind. It's a reason you have to go you pass the pass the LCAT to be a lawyer. You know? Yeah, it's some smart people. I'm smart as hell, but I can't I mean, I wouldn't represent myself. I ain't no fool. Exactly. Exactly. And this is why I don't understand how the presidency can be without any sort of requirements outside that you what have to be over thirty five or whatever. Yeah, thirty five <laughs> and a citizen and and that's about it. <laughs> and any idiot out there, I mean, come on. I mean, there's plenty yeah. of guys over 35 and a citizen that I would not even fuck. So how in the world <laughs> do I want to make them the president of the United States? Come on. This is just, mm. I mean, they need, to re, they need to rethink this. I mean, seriously. <laughs> everybody can be president. No, everybody can't be president and shouldn't be president. Yeah, if this was Paul that, Ryan man. or Rubio or anybody that I consider a, a true politician and a true Republican, other than a difference of, of party uh, theories or philosophies, you know, hey, no harm, no foul, really no big deal. I'm telling you, man, this this is different. Much different. Much different. So, well, we're not too far off, I hope. I'm figuring out a winner. I don't want to go through this hanging chance type of deal anymore. But, um, okay, tomorrow, uh, zone coverage, talking sports from the couch from um, 9 p.m. Eastern to whatever time we get finished. So go to talktheq.com and check that out, zone coverage, talking sports, mainly the NFL. Um, then we'll be back next Tuesday with another Current event top and relationship topic. So that we already know the current event gonna be next Tuesday. It's gonna be what we talking about now. Nine p.m. Eastern. <laughs> we'll have to touch on it for sure, um, and discuss what what's going on. But all right, we'll go ahead and get into final thoughts. And um, let's see, Buck, I'll start with you. Then I go to Crystal. All right, great show. Um, you know, sitting up here watching, you know, watching the election and talking about the election and, you know, seeing what's transpiring. And, you know, it's definitely interesting, definitely different. But, you know, the American people tonight will make, you know, they'll make the choice that they want to make for the next four years. But, you know, keep in mind, I mean, there's underlying storylines here too. We got to, you know, we got to vote for people that, you know, in our, on our home states as well to figure out what we need to do for, you know, for our own selves, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So hopefully everybody did their due diligence when they're voting and hopefully do the right thing as far as that goes. And uh, if that is the, if that's the case, then, you know, whoever is the, our next president for the next four years, we're, you know, we just have to live with it. You know, there, there are even laws for those things. We can impeach clowns too, if they get out of line. So that Absolutely. can, you know, that's always an option. So, you know, if things get too rowdy, you know, we can always, you know, we can we can move for that impeachment. To keep that in mind, America, in the, you know, as we move forward, you know, and it doesn't matter whichever one is in there. If, if they're not doing the job, I think, you know, we may, may have to use that to, um, you know, set an example for those that follow 
these two. So great show, uh, great discussion on all the you know on on the you know on this night, and you know next week we'll touch on it a little bit. And uh, great show, and everybody have a great evening. Keep watching, keep listening. Thank you, sir. Chris Dow. Well, all I can say is, you know, pray. <laughs> I, I really, I have, you know, and when I've gone and I cross over to a religion or whatever, then, you know, we're pretty much screwed. So, <laughs> I mean, if this is where I am, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you guys should be talking sports tomorrow. You're talking sports, all right. I don't know. But we'll see what happens. If Clinton wins, continue to talk sports. You know, yay. If Trump wins, I think we should have another discussion. How about the sports of, you know, how can we, you know, get some more guns? Some more, I don't know. <laughs> hunting sports. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> it's hunting season. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Relationships. Well, I don't know. Hold on to your loved ones. Guys, <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I have nothing to offer um, except that. So, you know, there it is. Good show, and hopefully, it will prove to be a much better show by the end of the evening. So, all right. There it is. <laughs> Thank you very much, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Willis. Well, uh, good show tonight. It's always good uh, catching up with uh, all the show legends and also uh, topping it up with UQ. Uh, my final thoughts are, you know, it looked like Trump has grabbed America by the pussy, so um, he's he's got a majority of the vote right now. <laughs> so I think America liked it. So <laughs> it might not be a bad strategy. <laughs> but, um, wow. I want to, uh, I'm going to divert away from the topics tonight and just speak on uh, some other stuff I've been seeing. Uh, you know, for the people who who are trying to dissuade folks from voting and stuff, um, you know, I see your point. You know, uh, you know, silent voting, as some of them have been calling it, you know, that's a valid strategy as well. Um, uh-huh. You know, it's it's a right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, our ancestors and all these people, you know, they have fought for our right to vote, but that's just what it is, the right to vote. That don't mean you you have to. That means you have that right. And you also have the right to not vote. So that's perfectly fine. The problem is, though, is that when you decide to vote silently, as you like to call it, or withhold your vote, then – you know, you got to look around the people that you associate with and that you call your friends and your family. And if they're struggling and they and they feel really, uh, um, you know, passionate about one candidate, then take your vote and help that person out. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they are dependent on that candidate they think that's going to do good for them. All right, so when you don't vote, though, what you do is essentially, you know, it's, I, and I don't agree with you. You're voting for the other person because there's no guarantee that the other person is getting a lot of votes either, you know. But you're, you are, what you are doing though is preventing, you know, saying or helping the people around you mm-hmm. vote for the candidate that they see fit that would help them. So if you don't help yourself, then help the folks that are voting. 
you know. But at, but at the same time, though, if you don't, that's perfectly fine. Nobody's faulting you, or you know, I, at least I'm not because you know I believe in it, you know fairness and just you know and equality. That's a valid thing if you don't want to vote. But don't don't complain when the wrong person get in office and your life become a miserable, uh, you know, living hell. Right. That's for the people who who tried to fix it, <laughs> let them do the complaining. Uh, you just sit there and be quiet and, and be silent, like you were when it was time to do something. Because half the half of the folks that say they they're not going to vote, most of the time it's those people that stand right before a judge that they had the power to get the fuck off that bench. You know what I'm saying? But they 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 chose not to exercise that right. Now that judge is locking their asses up and letting rapists go and saying some people are too damn important to go to jail and that shit like that. So your bill count. But if you don't want to use it. That's perfectly fine, but don't complain and don't don't scratch your head when we got judges and shit letting, you know, white racists go because you know jail may be too harsh for them, but they sending you and your son up the river for ten, twenty years for what a, a you know freaking, you know dime piece or something like that, a bag of weed or something. So that's just food for thought. Other than that, good show, and uh, you know, thanks for you know allowing me to come in and share my two cents with the radio world. Good stuff, Dr. Willis. Good stuff. All right. Eminem, shut it down for me, man. And uh, let's try to keep oh, this one three minutes. All right. Uh, great show, man. Uh, great show. Different show. Different type of show. Because uh, uh, I don't know. I, I I think this is like a, almost like reality starting to kind of kick in mm-hmm. on, most, on most people. And like I say, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, we always going to have opinions about different stuff, and that's understandable. But, you know, uh, all of us except one person on the show right now is huge sports fans. I'm, I don't guess Crystal's a sports fan, you know, unless it's yeah. skate or something. But, um, you know, we all have opinions on, you know, what coach should have, you know, you know, should they have, you know, went for it or not went for it or something like that. But at the end of the day, we still respect the position of a head coach in the NFL, the highest level of, you know, of of uh, uh, sports uh, sportsman competitiveness that you can get. And mm-hmm. regardless of how much we enjoy talking to some dude, you know, at work or, you know, at a bar or, you know, even us just shooting the breeze on here, we still mm-hmm. don't think that, you know, some of these everyday Joes is going to be smarter than, you know, you know, uh, whomever in the NFL. You know, it's like we respect the crap. We respect to be a head coach. We we respect the vetting to be a head coach. And I'm not turning this to a sports show. I'm just making this huge analogy. So, basically, when you see people like, you know, Paul Ryan and Marco Rubio and former people that's got plenty of experience, and I'm naming all people on the other side of the party, Condoleezza Rice, Colin Powell, people that people respect, whether they agree with all the, you know, philosophies of their party or not, wasn't even the point, but people still respected the fact that they knew what they knew. How in the hell have we got to the lowest point where we are, as a country, allowing anyone, I don't care who it is, you know, yeah, Sanders might have been over the top, but this dude steals a politician. It's different. You see what I'm saying? Um, 
Ronald Reagan was once a movie star, but the motherfucker was still the governor of California. We talking about a dude that was basically just on The Apprentice a few years ago, you know, with no political experience at all. How can this be? That's all I'm saying. That's the scary thing, you know. Having they a Republican in office. Nobody's scared of having a Republican in office. Now, you, everybody who's non-Republican can have opinions of that person, but nobody's just scared. This yeah. shit is on a whole different level. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In, in no other thing whatsoever, you know, it's like a lot of people don't like superintendents. The superintendent that, that was my boss, you know, just had to resign, basically got fired. You know, the president of my alma mater just stepped down. But nobody questions the fact that they were, they were not educating people. They were not true educators. Okay, maybe it didn't work out. Maybe they didn't make the best decision, but they were educators. Okay? Right. So the same way we don't trust our kids with just anybody that sounds good, how in the fuck can you leave the future of our, not just ourselves, but our families, our kids, you know, see, at the end of the day, we have to look ourselves in the mirror. I'm, I'm, you know, even though I didn't vote for the dude, you know, I'm just saying everybody. We have to look ourselves in the mirror and be like, you know, what have we come to when we can no longer set a protocol anymore? You know, because if we don't set a protocol, it's going to be a complete circus the next four years. No you know? doubt. And, and I'm going to say on the radio to the millions of listeners out there that, yeah, for the first time ever on Eminem, on a Q show, Eminem was wrong because I said, you know, this would be a landslide. This is a joke because I honestly, I honestly, truly did not think that a non-true GOP person, a non-politician, could represent that party. Hey, I was wrong. I basic on logic, but I was wrong. Yeah, I wouldn't guess that either. You know, and. I, you know, I was a, I was at a loss for words when I was just like, damn, this dude actually beat everybody. He beat Rubio. He beat Ted Cruz. This dude is actually representing a party that don't even claim his black ass with his white ass. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, you know. So, but you know, um, I can't even say to each his own on this shit. You know, I, I think it's kind of like some of the stuff uh, Bobby and Crystal was saying. You know, um, I, you know, I think at the end of the day. You know, America's just going to have to be like, you know, okay, let's just say if it doesn't turn out to be all hunky-dory, you know, it, it, everything sounds easy to somebody who's not in a certain field. You know how people is? They think they can do your job, but they don't know shit about your job. That's what Trump sounds like to me. You know, if you're not in politics, you're not used to, you know, being politically correct. Political correct is not just some term to throw around. You have to be politically correct if you're a public figure. That's a that's a given. You know, shit. You know, even in the 40s. You know, you in the Klan, but at least in the daytime, you had to play the shit off. Yeah. You know. Not sure if they're doing that anymore. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, uh, All right. Um, I saw a report that said Trump won Ohio. So that's pretty big. Yep. Um, what about Florida? How, how's the numbers on Florida? Yeah, it looks like it looks like Trump is probably going to win Florida too. So yeah, he has 167 electoral votes to Clinton's 109. So she got to gain some speed out on the West Coast, or she's going to be in trouble. Yeah, 
And then she. Uh, what about Pennsylvania? Are they still counting that? Um, I believe so. Doesn't look like Pennsylvania has been claimed yet. Um, and then I think I heard well North Carolina in, was a pivotal state too. She's doing well in Virginia. Uh, North Carolina was leaning towards Trump, but they haven't been decided yet. Uh, so there's still some some states out there. The next polls close in 24 minutes. So there's still some stuff out there, but you know, right now it's just uh, it's it's going to end up being a tight race because even if Hillary wins California as expected, uh, it's still going to be tight. So this is a situation where if it is tight, somebody might demand a recount or something. I don't know, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, 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 Something else, too. I know the clock done ticked on me, but uh, something else I want to say real quick. Something else that got everybody on this call thinking, too, man. I was talking to a guy earlier about it. Millennials think totally different. So I'm sitting up here like I don't know how people are going to end up handling the decision one way or the other, just on a generational thing, you know. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, it's the most anticipation I think I've had in quite some time, and I apologize. I seem distracted. I'm trying to read this stuff on the screen because. Yeah, you know what, though? Uh, That's chilling, though, because I'm just like, damn, Q ain't never distracted. Yeah, it is. I mean, the reason is so. The reason is the so ultimate moderator, man. The reason is so important, though, is because, um, you know, we don't know how people are going to respond to a lot of this. Let's say if Trump loses, right? Uh, you know, and he de- he decides he wants to incite a riot based on saying things are rigged or, or whatever, and they start destroying polling booths, you know, voting um, areas. And I know that's like worst case scenario, but I mean, I, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, no, it ain't, man, because like I just said, millennials think different. I'm not trying to condemn right. a whole generation, but it, they, they, they think different. Right. They're and not for a bunch of, of long-term, you know, basically being civil and, you know, protesting at the same time. It's, it's like, okay, I don't care if I die. I'm going to fuck something up, you know. Right. And then if Hillary loses, it's like, you know, Will she concede? I mean, because when they were talking about conceding during the debates, I'm pretty sure she it never crossed her mind that she would lose. Um, so what would happen to her? Uh, it looks like this, the House is um, the the Senate has, you know, still going to remain um, Republican dominant. So you got the Republicans still in control of the Senate, and you get a Republican president. I mean, a lot of changes. A lot of changes, so so I'm, we all got to keep an eye on it, see what happens. So we know we need to call in sick to work tomorrow. Night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, hey and, that, that's that's big what you just said because Trump in with nothing holding him back is even scarier, you know. But at least yeah. with the opposite party in, it kind of tames him a little bit. But shit. right. CNN is reporting Hillary's won Virginia, so that's thirteen electoral votes. And uh, hey, Doctor Willis, I, I believe it's time to start getting purge ready, man. I'm start start putting some steel on this house. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be the purge, man. Hey, more, more like the omen shit, man. This is straight mean, up Damien stuff, man. Somebody takes over a party wins. who's not even in the party. 
Come on. If that, Hillary wins, Walmart will be sold out of guns before the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Because <laughs> everyone's going to assume that she's going to, you know, take all the guns. Mm-hmm. And so if Trump wins, then I don't know. Folks might be start buying luggage. Maybe they will be moving to Canada this time. I don't know. People always say that. Don't ever go anywhere. <laughs> you got I'm folks coming out. I'm going to move to Canada if Trump wins. It's like you can't even move out your mama's house. Yeah, we we kind of pacify real quick and easily, man. I mean, like like if if, if Hillary lose, you know, we'll be you know there'll be some uh, talk about it and stuff like that. But other than that, though, it'll you know it'll just it'll fade out quickly. But if Trump lose, then there will be some attacks because you know what I'm saying those folks take it a lot more seriously than uh, we do, or you know we're just not on a, on that tip where we're as violent as they are. You know what I'm saying? Unless we're against each other, which is I, which I find ironic and crazy as hell. But you know. y- y'all talking about domestic stuff. I'm gonna take y'all back down memory lane. I remember coming home from school and every night seeing this salt tooth treaty or whatever that the U.S. and and uh, Russia was trying to have, and they would show the little animations of the you know who had the most warheads and all that stuff man i like i don't want to be looking at that shit no more man not 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 like that <laughs> you know like yeah. every damn every damn sound by trump guy incites somebody and they don't necessarily mean they're gonna do something but just uh put it this way this hey People can say what they want to about Obama, but the last eight years haven't been flawless, but I don't really think nobody was getting up wondering, like, damn, is it going to be some shit popping out somewhere? You know, I don't think people really felt like that, you know, like it was, you know, the previous years before he took office. That's really how he got elected. So to go through all that again and be like, well, you know, who gives a shit if, if, hell, we can be all millionaires, but goddamn, if every day you don't know if it's going to be the last damn day because something breaking out, you know, man, that ain't no... That ain't no good feeling. Nope. This ain't living. I right. still say that you know, America's not ready for a female president, though, man. It, it was you no. Know, it's bad enough they had a black president, but they really can't cope with having a female president either. The well, thing, though, man, through, it really wasn't gonna be no female president because, like I say, she was already basically in office. People don't understand. See, that's the thing. A lot of people don't understand what a secretary of state is. A secretary of state is actually more powerful than a vice president. And the vice you president, I, I, I totally agree. I've said that many times. You're right. I've said but, that many times. But it's like it's just like it's a difference. You know, voting for this dude for influence and being informed in voting for him is different. Now, if somebody informed and they still saying that, well, I mean, it is what it is. But a lot of these people are influenced. And they're not looking at the bigger picture. You know, it's just like, it's just like 99% of what Hillary could or couldn't do was no different than what Obama could or couldn't do or Bill couldn't do. do. I mean, it's not something different. And she's not the most feminine type of woman anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's like, (laughs) you know, she's more like... You know, she she I, I perceive her as somebody who wouldn't really say something about certain things, you know, after she got in, just to just to try to prove that 
I'm not going to do it just because the men expect me to do that, you know. So I'm not yeah. going to even really touch a lot of feminine rights. But, I mean, but as far as the panic over, it's like she's already been in office. The fucking Secretary of State is the president. Damn near. Yeah, pr- I mean, pretty much. But that's what makes her the most freaking qualified out of all of them. Now, don't get me wrong. She done had two missteps, two serious missteps. Yeah, Benghazi was made. Yeah, Yep. So, I mean, so I see that, but she that's still, you know, those are things you can learn from. Those are things that you can make sure don't happen again. But, you know, Trump is who he is. He ain't hey, hey, Bobby, you know, you know better than all of us about this particular one. Could you imagine Trump being the c- commander-in-chief when that Benghazi stuff happened? Shit, we'll still be over there fighting. Still fighting. <laughs> oh, we oh we about to we about to get up right now if he if he wins they would have built, built a new Trump tower, towers over there by now. Man, this dude win, we're probably gonna be fighting about four or five fronts. Yeah, I can tell you right now, you can't jump no into three. conflicts off every little thing. Not saying yeah. that it, it was little, you know, because people lost their lives. I'm not you know discrediting that, but damn, you can't. Just do that for everything, but that's how an untrained person do. It's almost like a little small town, rural church back in the day, putting somebody who's just a nice guy with finance and a guy can barely count, and they wonder why the budget ain't never right. You know, right. versus the guy who works in a bank who actually has a major in finance, but because he don't speak and hug all the old women, everybody think he, you know, a snob, but shit, the man no finance. So that's how I look at this. Like, yeah, you know, maybe he's more appealing than Bobby Jindal or somebody, but damn, Bobby Jindal know his shit. And he actually, uh, I'm not a Republican, nothing like that, but he actually has made some changes in Louisiana that's threefold compared to when he first took office, you know. The thing, the thing is, Trump came at the right time, though. People are tired of politicians. They want something True. different. And Trump is yep. different. Now, like I said, yep. if had, he, had he thrown down the rhetoric, and had he been more inclusive than than divisive, this would have been the landslide his way. You know, I can see that. Yeah, so he got in at the right time, and that's all it was. It's not even because of who he is. He just he just came in at the right time. Yeah. All right, fellas, I appreciate y'all hanging out and the ladies. And um, go ahead and shut this thing down. And. Go to TalkToQ.com to get more information on upcoming shows. Sign up for the email newsletter. You can keep up with what we're going to be discussing in the future. And my thanks to TheCrystalShow.com and FireFan.com for being sponsors. And um, I'm sorry, FanFire.com. And we will catch you all tomorrow if you like sports, 9 p.m. Eastern. And we will catch you on next Tuesday. To follow up on what has happened here tonight and other current event or relationship topics. So, everyone have a great night. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. 
I know the value of a good man. You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out there as they can get. hopefully, that we don't have a lot of contesting. So we'll see what happens. Everyone have a good night. Peace out.